available in fine salons. It is March 1990. People are already talking about wearing shorts again, and you still aren't allowed to shave, so this sucks. You're still embroidering a pair of jeans you started three months ago, and you aren't going to cut these off at the knee, not after you just got the daisies perfect. And you've run out of paper strips of Benetton's colors to rip up on. And that's when you start wondering, if you could bottle yourself up for one of these custom creation trends in perfume, what would it smell like and what would you call it? And here's what's weird about all that. You've gone maybe three steps into the underground stockroom, which is completely abandoned at the moment while everyone's trying to get on the CBA evening news to give their version of what happened at the HDA SAS. You were counting on spending overtime getting every last minute the deets from Hot Boss Fern, but here in the stockroom, you found something private. You haven't opened it yet, but you know. You can tell from the way it says Deem Notebook, but D-E-A-M is crossed out and F-E-R-N is written over it. You have found your hot boss's diary. They don't call them diaries when they're boys, right? But anyway, his journal is here. You're touching it. This is undeniable proof of his innermost secret thoughts. You have two choices. 16, if you really think about it, but let's just focus on the binary. You have this room all to yourself for probably another 30 minutes. Or you can do something you'd only fantasize about for the past five seconds because this is how long you've known you had this choice in life. You can steal a boy's diary, a hot boy's diary right now, and nobody would know. Nobody would ever know. What do you do? What should you do? What would Audrey Hepburn do? Uh, That's right. It's time to listen to Sassy. Nefarious. What would the diarist think if someone found her diary and started reading it? She put it in a deem notebook. Mm -hmm. Let's get into the fashion, etc. episode, starting with our cover. Their second birthday issue, it says on the cover line. And maybe that is why they have two models. They have a boy and a girl. And she is sort of smushing her face kind of with a kissy on his cheek. And he looks like he is farting. Yeah. (laughs) really... I mean, he's cute, but this is this he? expression is inscrutable. I don't know. I think he needs teepee for his bunghole. I think it's his cornholio. Mm, it is tall hair. Yes. This is definitely butthead from Views and Butthead. Yes. It's not as apparent on the cover because the sassy, you know, logo goes over his hair. But when you see the, the inside on about face, it's quite tall. This is really anticipating the 90210 hair we're going to be seeing about six months from now, for sure. But our models are Christian, age 19, and Carrie, 15. They were shot by Andrew Southam, our old friend. And in her blurb, it says, Carrie's aunt enrolled her in a Nebraska modeling school when she was nine in order to cure her shyness. Four years later, they hooked her up with Spectrum, a New York City agency. She spent some uh, a summer doing some test shots, blah, blah. The rest is history. And there may be a reason that they... <laughs> sought out someone for whom modeling school definitely worked after their expose of a couple months ago, and we will talk about that (laughs) later in this episode. Her top is cute. I don't know if that's a top or a dress. I was wondering if it's the dress from inside that we're going to see the the Betsy Johnson that the girl's dancing around in on the bed. Mm. When she's dancing with her friend, I was going to look at it because that's what we're looking at next anyway, so let's do it. Yes, Dave, I really yep. thought you had something to say about the cover. I Remember did. when he you looks said like that... butthead, and it just, oh. <laughs> I said it, nobody commented on it, so... That's I it. agreed! It. 
It sounded very spur of the moment. I thought you had something more planned out. Our first fashion feature is called Get Ready, which is what we should have done before we started talking about our first fashion feature. (laughs) Uh, Open your hymnals to page 38, where we are going to watch some girls get ready with their cool, cool outfits. These girls look cool. This is what you hope getting ready looks like. You just, your hair's great and you're all dolled up and you just so many phone calls this is a prom prepping situation mm-hmm, it's but March, i wouldn't so know it's prom. Bring, bring, yeah. bring, oh bring, bring. Pam, someone's calling you hello hi pam hi pam have you, do you got your latest hey. issue of iron man magazine ready <laughs> mm, look at those bulges right <laughs> what's happening she's got an issue of iron man in this first shot pam She's Googling <laughs> oh, is an that, issue of Iron Man magazine. It's a bodybuilding magazine. Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger on the cover? Yes. Well, that's what we do before prom. <laughs> is this like the girl version of like <laughs> Victoria or like the swimsuit issue or Victoria's Secret catalog or something? Uh, it's that, that for some people. I don't think girls. And not this girl either. <laughs> None that I knew. That's why I'm asking. It seems like a very odd choice to mm-hmm. me. I mean, you know, bodybuilding magazines used to be a euphemism in the 50s for, like, male pornography. Sure. So, obviously, times have changed in the 1990s. But, yes, I think that's still probably the main demographic who is ogling these kinds of magazines, mm-hmm. if I may generalize. It's like they're in someone's older brother's bedroom because of the way that everything's disheveled. And I would say, don't read that on that carpet. That's an not uh, a clean yes. carpet. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> but, but Get this up. Is, <laughs> this is... <laughs> they do love this getting ready. Like it's sort of it's sort of rough. It's not too polished. This is something they've done before. Oh wait, hang up. I gotta hang up this call. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bye. bye. The minutes. <laughs> um. So uh, this picture on forty where they're jumping on the bed is this the is this the same top that we were just admiring on the cover? Is, I think so. I yes, think so too. For sure. Good eye. Which is a Betsy Johnson dress. And no matter when, I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then I look it up in sassy. It's always a Betsy Johnson dress. The white dress in this shot is the the one that we see on the cover is definitely much cuter than the other one, which looks like some kind of elasticated bodysuit affair with like diaphanous, you know, golden girls ish floral sleeve tatters. I don't like the other one, but the the white one is cute. But only the girl with the super cute hair can pull off that diaphanous look. Like mm. she looks adorable. Mm. This is this is my best friend Karina's haircut. So whenever I see it, I think this is the unattainable. This is the untainable and everything. The hair is cute. Yeah. Yes. And then this little this little outfit that if I wore would look like um it would look like some sort of bird. She's she's pulling everything off from the neck up. From the neck down, they really did her dirty, I feel. (laughs) Diaphanous Jones is like the first Everdeen Katniss name (laughs) from Hunger Games. It's like, no, not Diaphanous Jones. Katniss. Yeah, you get a lot of different different dress looks because, as we said, it's prom. But for me, the cutest look is the suit on the right on page 43, the one that's more fitted. Again, cute haircut is in... Business prom? What? She's going to business prom? (laughs) Yes, she's going to business prom. She's edgy. She's a sassy reader. DBA diaphanous (laughs) jokes. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> Pam, does your business manager handle Diaphanous Jones these days? <laughs> Not allowed to talk about it. Okay. But my he they, the business managers have said, please stop mentioning us on the podcast. It's bad if we get audited. 
<laughs> these fashion spreads, I always think this won't take as long for me to to do. And then I get on these crazy rabbit holes because I'm like, oh, remember this place or this place? And I found this Oscar de la Renta dress that's going to haunt me. Did you click this? Tara, I want this dress. It turns out it's a bridesmaid's dress, which is originally $15,000. If you're having a wedding and you have bridesmaids and then you send them a $15,000 dress, <laughs> who are you? Who are you and who are your friends? Anyway, this dress is gorgeous. It's half off. It's $7,500. And I think Oscars have ruined me because I'm like, can I figure out how someone can let me put this dress on for a minute? <laughs> can we go to the fancy Jamba Juice today? Wear this on your road trip. It's perfect for the car. It is perfect for the car. Isn't it gorgeous? Anyway, um, that's that was know, no, you don't like it? More for you. you don't like it. It is. But- <laughs> I don't like the that's off the shoulder thing. Says too. That's more for you. You like yourself. (laughs) Dang. Well, anyway, I would not wear a suit. I would wear this. You would wear the suit. You could pull off either of these suits, Tata. Oh, I wouldn't wear the suit either. I I probably wouldn't wear it. The one that is the closest to what I would wear other than the white dress that we've already talked about too much is the first one that's just sort of a fitted top, although that's also off the shoulder, but not with puff sleeves and like a feathery skirt. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could pull off this suit, but she definitely is. Dave, which of these girls do you want to take to the prom? Oh, um. Hmm. Towel hair? Probably. Because she looks like she might stay home and not make him go to prom. That's a great point. She's like, uh, do you want to just bag this? Plus, eat some popcorn. If she's sleeping and need to wake her up, she's already got a built in knocker right on her dress. So (laughs) just. Don't have to wrap my knuckles right on her chest. I can just use this jewelry knocker she's got on. Smart play. Our second fashion feature is called Being Audrey. It is the latest in the sassy series, intermittent, where they sort of pick a fashion icon from yesteryear and then tell you how to dress like them. They've done it with Marilyn Monroe. They did it with Lucille Ball a few issues ago. And now here we are with Audrey Hepburn of Breakfast at Tiffany's fame, among many others, Funny Face, etc. All of it is in black and white, and normally I complain about that, but it feels fitting for this. Also, these are mostly black and or white looks, so that's fine with me as well. The second shot in the spread is is our model, Laura, lying on a bed, talking on a phone with an eye mask pulled up on her forehead that has big eyelashes on the eye mask. And I thought, that was super cute. Eye masks don't work on me. I always feel like I'm just blinking my wide open eyes underneath the eye mask. (laughs) (laughs) Helping me do anything. (laughs) Somebody put a very small blanket over my face. Help. You know, and I imagine it's like when you were when you didn't want a trapeze anymore and you just stood there. That's what I imagine your eyes are doing under the mask, just like, okay. They're just blinking. That's exactly okay. What it's like. But I I know what's going on. <laughs> yes. That said, this one is cute. But once again, much as I pick the suit as the hands-down cutest look in the prom spread, for me, the hands-down cutest look here is on page 50. This is the funny face-inspired one where she's just in like a turtleneck and cigarette pants and ballet flats doing, you know, fun, model-y fashion poses. And it's adorable. It's timeless. Worked then, worked now, works in the 60s. Just always a classic, classic style. I have questions about the hat on page 51 because it's called Black Teddy Bear Skin Hat. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What's teddy bear skin? <laughs> I think that's just their cute way of saying faux fur. That would be my guess. <laughs> you think they skinned a literal teddy bear? But doesn't it look like it's an upside down bear maybe on her head? No. 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 Right. I like to point out, though, though, we don't know this is Audrey Hepburn, according to the chair. This is just a Hepburn. <laughs> Some. <laughs> right. Could be yes. any one of them. You're right. Not the. Could be Alice. Could be Adlai. No, it could be anything. It could be it could be dyna- diaphanous Hepburn. It's, <laughs> she's just a Hepburn. She's just one of them, not the Hepburn. And my only other note on this spread is on page fifty-two. We get basically the same dress we just saw with the knocker pin on it in the prom spread. And I feel like they should have picked one or the other for this to be in, but not both because it's kind of repeaty in the same issue. Also might have wanted to put the model in front of something lighter than the background because I don't know where the dress ends and the background begins. True. Looks like she's turning into some sort of octopus creature at the bottom. <laughs> but in the last shot, she's got her little brownie camera, Dave. Did that do anything for That's you? Rolloflex. Excuse me. Kapow! Yeah, those are the ones you have to look in the top. You're all like, oh, look at me. I got a camera to look in the top. I'm fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I issue your digital cameras. That's what she's saying. Yes. From the past. From the past. I will issue them. Yeah. Six or seven years from now. Yeah. I only shoot on film. <laughs> Wanking motion. <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted when I asked you this question. Thank you, Dave, for obliging. <laughs> Feature number three is our kindler, gentler clothes. In not, not kindler. Theory. Kindler. Andy kindler. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no problem with how I've just pronounced this word. Yeah. Kindler. You didn't even notice. <laughs> no, I still haven't really bought into some other way to say it. Sure. Kinder. Kinder. Fine. Kinder gentle clothes. Kinder egg clothes. <laughs> yes. Kinder egg kindler, clothes. Kindler. Gentler sold. <laughs> cloths. <laughs> Kinder, gentler clothes is what we're talking about, in case you cannot figure out what all that was. The AC has been turned off in my house, and I am feeling oh, it. Here we go. Kinder, gentler clothes here on page 58. Our photographer is Bernard Banel, and our model is Francis. And here we are looking at what's supposed to be considered more earth friendly fashion but each each one has its own well <laughs> yeah it's it's a very loose premise for the story i'll say because the first shot just seems to be like well it's green yeah. because it's green <laughs> like, yeah this is very lazy wordplay fashion yes. feature basically it has nothing to do with environmentalism at all Mm-mm. yeah especially the second one which is acid rain boot where the model <laughs> is sort of hunched over and pigeon-toed underneath an umbrella as it rains, mm-hmm. taking a big dump that is on the sidewalk. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as environmentalism goes, I'm going to say somebody that just, like, goes to some urban scape, shits on the sidewalk, probably not, you know, an environmentally aware person. Probably, probably not. Probably not. You're going to get run off. You're going to get run off. Yeah. Yeah, on page 62, it's like, don't wear ivory, wear crystals instead. It's like, well, okay, are those my choices? <laughs> like, uh, yes, yeah. I will wear crystals instead of ivory, but I might just also wear neither. Like, there are other choices. Yeah, on page 68, it's veggie leather. 
I said those correctly, right? But doesn't that sound like that's not what it's supposed to say? Well, it's page 63, but yes, either than that, you were right. Yeah, way to use numbers, Pam. Listen, uh-huh. it's Friday. I've been on strike for 50-something days. I've stopped using most words legally. Mm-hmm. Yes, as a, as a guild member, she's not allowed to read. Oh, either, right. In addition to write. Right. But wasn't saying 68 instead of 63 an act of creative writing? <gasps> Uh-oh. Gotcha. Got him. I'm calling the Got tip him. line. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, babe. You're going to get sued by somebody. I don't know how all this works, but you're fucked. I am fucked. <laughs> God damn it. I've been doing so well. <laughs> like, I looked at this picture and thought, I'd wear this. I don't understand how they're even calling this fake suede, because isn't this just velour that they're calling? Like, It's just a sweatshirt with some embroidery. Mm-hmm. And then she's wearing these red hot pants and these yellow tights and boots and for some reason i was like i mean maybe and then i saw she's wearing a piece of ivy as a belt that they've tied around her neck or her, her waist and i I was just like fuck this whole thing i can't take it I, what is this yeah like, what she's is like this a peter look? pan i was gonna I say is she, she supposed is. to be like puck from yeah shakespeare or something yes. like i don't know what's going on she's she's giving the valedictory if we if we spirits have offended you have the story's dumb <laughs> It looks ridiculous. It looks like it's local theater. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like you should be going outside. Like the most you can go outside is from the theater to the pub two doors down for a postmortem meeting. That's it. That's all you're allowed to go with this and dress local on. theater. Like this is the ticket taker or who has mm-hmm. brought you dessert at yes. the dinner theater. Not not on the stage. Oh. Okay. But I, no, I think now that you've put it in that context, I'm seeing each one as a different, like, reimagined, extremely self conscious, dumb, modern day Shakespeare. Like, I, the one with the crystals, this is Lady Macbeth. She's going to use one to stab someone. Function before fashion, this is like gender flipped, angry Hamlet. He's got ideas. Like, I, I think you could do this for all of these. So. Um, this, yeah. yeah, do that. Do this yourself, listeners. Uh, figure out how each of these fits into a bad Shakespeare interpretation and then call the hotline and tell Tara, us about Tara, it. Don't give the listeners homework. Okay. Well, <laughs> at least call us. 720 Sassy Go. She knows her listeners. We like homework. <laughs> you know who's going to have ideas for this fashion slash Shakespeare collab? Jenny from Saskatchewan. <laughs> Shout out, Jenny. Hey, girl. Dave, do you like it better if Acid Rain Boots is Romeo and Juliet? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) What I'm worried about, though, because those boots are three sizes too big and they're puckering at the back. There's like a lot of negative space. If she's going to take a dump, it's going to fall into her boots. She'd be walking around her own shit all day long. That's what I'm worried about. (laughs) That's what it feels like to be a woman. Hot, sweet, and sexy. Uh, that might be my favorite found audio clip of all time. The guy's voice, that don't, 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 how disgross it is every time you hear it, reliving it for the first time each time you hear it. It really Fantastic. is. All right, on with the show. This month, we also get a narrative fashion feature. This model tells you all the gory details starting on page 56. It is written by Sarah Brum, a model. So 
Sir, 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 sir. She's here to tell you, even if you think it would be very cool to be a model and this is your main aspiration in life because you're 13 and you have heard of six jobs and you know you don't want to do either of the ones that your parents do. She's here to brum, 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 brum all over your dreams and tell you <laughs> this is not one you should Sarah. maybe think about pursuing. Sarah. That's the difference. Sorry. I couldn't breathe. Just trying to do it. She wrote a pretty good, she did pretty good here. I thought her writing was solid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This might, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to denigrate her. She could have written this all herself. Could have also been an as-told-to situation where they just, you know, asked her a lot of questions and then sort of glued them together. The the core memory that was this one unlocked was when she's, one of her anecdotes is about doing a swimsuit shoot and not realizing that she needed to have her whole uh, pube situation taken care of. Pubes. That she, she, she was like, oops, I forgot tampons, and then ran down the street to get a razor. And as she writes, Quickly whisked away the offending hairs. It's nice uh, alliteration there. Quickly whisked. You know where you put those tampons? No. Where? Your vagina. (laughs) 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 Well, Sarah ends with my favorite way any sassy anything has ended. I love my job. I care about it. Sometimes too much, I'm told. And I will do it until my accomplishments satisfy me. See you around. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Okay, bitch. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And I will do it until my accomplishments satisfy me. Mm -hmm. How how has this not been put into something we say all the time? Did she say see you around or is that you? She said see you around. She hops on the board and is like, month we get a worn out this is where they go to the streets and shoot a bunch of street style before this was really known as like a thing i mean i guess bill cunningham was doing it for the new york times but i think they've done this maybe once before in sassy but we haven't seen it a lot and so i'm gonna start with the shot in the top left corner actor jamie age 20 and molly 18 just met right now molly never cuts her hair Jamie didn't say much of anything. Jamie didn't have to say much of anything because he already said a whole bunch the year before this in a little movie called Sing with John Travolta because this is Jamie Walters, future star of The Heights, How Do You Talk to an Angel, pushed Donna down the stairs on Beverly Hills 90210 when he dated (laughs) her as terrible Ray Pruitt, the pumpkin seller. Um, he's now an EMT. <laughs> Had a wife Wait, hang couldn't on. tell her. Hang on. <laughs> Ray Pruitt, the pumpkin seller? That's right. Is that, okay. His family has a pumpkin patch. It's like oh, a big plot pumpkin point. pumpkin magnate, Ray Pruitt. <laughs> Got it. I yeah. only know about him because my roommate's name was Ray Pruitt. Yeah. And so people mm-hmm. would be like, hmm. And I didn't know about the pumpkin eater. Yeah. Gregory over here takes yoga and that makes him really natural and special, he said. Um, mostly seriously. Gregory is wearing an Enjoy God t-shirt and some beads, so I went looking for that. You can still get this shirt, and it looks just as bad. Like, that, I think, is part of the thing. Like, you couldn't find one that looked worn in and vintage. They all are still, like, you have to start with a brand new, crisp Enjoy God. Mm -hmm. There's too much ink, so it doesn't really sit all. It's just, like, wearing battle armor now. 
Yeah. That's right. I couldn't even put the link up because you should not spend $30 for something that's going to hurt your nipples. But also, they didn't go the extra mile and try to, like, emulate the Coca-Cola script for yep. the Enjoy. It's just like, man, we got Times Roman. Let's just go with it. Mm-hmm. It's right here on the computer. I'm not buying more fonts. I still feel like Gregory probably bought this T-shirt at a Spencer's. And finally, Nareet21 in the corner is enjoying World War I helmet fashions. And that's her thing. <laughs> What Next Tie It On is my favorite What Next or Do It Yourself or anything. This is such a great idea. Go get some vintage ribbon. Put your shit on it. Wear it. It looks so cool. <laughs> Would have never occurred to me. You can still buy some vintage ribbon because <laughs> there's Etsy. And it's cute. Like they're doing Hermes and Chanel and Dior ribbon and then like you would normally tie up a box. What is the difference between whatever ribbon is here? Mm-hmm. And, a, and and just a lanyard. Ten dollars. Well, but, no. I, <laughs> what my question is: Is it? Am I confused just because the ribbon they're using has text on it, like a lanyard, or is that the whole point? Are you supposed to get something that is has text and looks like that? Yes, this is yeah. this is their way of like you know doing a kind of funky designer name, you know, shout out. It's mm-hmm. like with the purse story, but they're like, just go into a store and ask for a bag. Even if you don't buy anything, <laughs> like they'll say, they'll say no. I wore my keys around my neck forever in the nineties. I loved it. Did you, you know, really? Was, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, cool. I, including when you many. knew him. Yeah, it was like on a little leather shoelace. Yep. You could start doing that again, Dave. No one would stop you. Yeah, no one would stop you. Look how cute it is. Yeah, you guys just try. <laughs> but the difference is, this was this was before the key fob, car key fob. Once the key fob came into the play, it was like a lot less cute. Yes. <laughs> Now it'll be like, smack, 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 ow. (laughs) The next segment is We Try It, in which they try things. All natural this time. Oh, it's all natural. The first thing is banana conditioner. And it's great for dry hair, but the problem is, all you can taste is the banana. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that! (laughs) Where's the strawberries? Where's the raspberries? I'm going to just have to take your word that they're in the banana conditioner, but I can't taste them. All I can taste is the banana. And also there's bubbles coming out of my mouth. I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. I know you are uh, famously object to bananas and smoothies. This is what you are alluding to here. If I were to start using a a fruit-scented hair shampoo or conditioner, is there one in particular that you would most want and least want. Like what fruit? To smell. Yes, fruit-wise. I don't mind the smell of bananas. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be my first choice. Yeah. I just like when you put banana in something, it's just a banana something. Yes. What <laughs> if you had a four fruit cake? You're like, mm, that sounds good, but one of them's banana. Well, you just made banana cake. <laughs> That's the problem. So I would say if I wanted to smell your hair and your hair smelled like a fruit, I'd be like, mmm, that's some good fruit hair. I would say <laughs> that is probably raspberry. Yeah? Hmm, interesting. All right, good to know. Next, Jane is reviewing the deodorizing crystal, a.k.a. Faith. These don't work. I certainly don't think they worked then. It's possible some crystal deodorant uh, entrepreneur has cracked the formula, but I still... I still don't buy that this actually does anything except make you feel good. Have you ever used it? 
No. I did for a while. Mm. Back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. He kept it on a ribbon. I did. Yeah, Just did like you? This. Yeah. <laughs> Except his was tied. He's around him. my, yeah, he's around my <laughs> neck. Yeah. Deodorant around my butt. Eyes like a belt, second belt. <laughs> well, it was confusing to me because this does look like she's wearing it to smell better. Mm-hmm. You know, like a garlic keeping a vampire away sort of yeah, thing. I, yes. <sighs> and it was confusing to me. So. I, yeah, I understand. I understand like a deodorant shooting it as a product isn't very compelling mm-hmm. as a visual. Yeah. But just having random crystals arranged as a bandolier across <laughs> a model's chest. Mm hmm. But also not like really well done. There's just like string wrapped around it. So it looks like um, it looks like the start of a mechanism from the Flintstones on her body. <laughs> yes. You know, like there is mm-hmm. supposed to be like a brontosaurus up top above her as the the muscle of the pulley system that this is yeah. a part of. It's a living. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird. Mm-hmm. It's not a part of this that I enjoy. Well, Sorry. especially since there's all of the other options here are also very, like, potentially could have been visually interesting, like, put the mask on the model and yeah. have her, like, looking all cute, have someone brushing their teeth. The photo should be all of these things at once. Every time they do one of yeah. these and they have a photo, mm-hmm. they, sh- they should have everything. She should have bananas in her hair, deodorizing crystals abound. She's washing half her face. The other face has the mask on. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's rabid because she's got the toothpaste all in her mouth. All these things. Yep. That would be great. You know I- I'm, not, I'm serious. It would look ridiculous, but it would be a great photo. It would be fun. Next, Dave already mentioned the scrub. The milk, honey, and almond scrub gets an, an enthusiastic endorsement from Mary Kay. It is from Kiehl's, and she lets you know it's sold only in a few select stores, but you can order a catalog. She gives the phone number. So uh, Kiehl's is now, as you may know if you've been to a mall, very widely available. They have their own standalone stores. This is because L'Oreal bought the company in 2000 after pursuing it for two years, which Kiehl's resisted. It had been around since, like, the 19th century. But finally, like, it just got, it was a victim of its own success. It was what made the president finally say, okay, fine, we will sell to you was that they couldn't keep up with their orders. Uh, And we'll link to the story at the time, which is like, good news, bad news for Kiehl's. Usually when a kind of indie band gets bought, or indie band, when an indie brand, fashion brand or beauty brand gets bought by a big corporation, it's like bad news. And usually it means the quality of the product gets watered down. But I think Kiehl's is still doing okay. Although they did discontinue my beloved silk uh, cream groom and the um, serum. So maybe I take that back. I don't know. L'Oreal, you're my enemy. <laughs> you skipped over the fact that this product needs to be refrigerated and yeah. Mary Kay didn't do that. And she wondered why when she opened it, it smelled like sour milk. And then she used it anyways. And then she mm. used it anyway. So, I mean, that's on her. That's Right. Funny. Or tells you it's just that good. I don't think you should put pieces of almonds scrubbing on your face. That seems really bad for your skin, for your face skin. Why? Isn't it just an exfoliant? Yeah, that's a pretty tough exfoliant. And 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 almonds can be a bit of a irritant to to some. So I feel like this is a it's better for your body than your face. It just makes me nervous to put on your I think it's nuts. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Tom's of Maine natural toothpaste uh sounded like a good idea says Neil. One thing, like for one thing, unlike many toothpastes, it doesn't contain saccharin. Maybe that's why it tastes like aluminum. I wondered, could anything so yucky be good for you? But afterward, my teeth did feel really clean and my breath felt fresher longer. So I guess it's worth it, sort of. Do Australians say aluminum or aluminium? 
I they thought the same say thing while I was. Yeah. They probably did, but I wasn't. My Australians for shite. <laughs> <laughs> Toms of Maine, I feel like, is the baking chocolate of toothpastes that one day you learn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not this hippie. Like, here's my line in the sand. It's awful. It was really hard to find in Jackson, Mississippi. And then once I did, it was such a disappointment. You used this for a while, I believe, too, Dave. Didn't you? Did you know? Uh, yeah, I think when they first started appearing, I'm like, what's this all about? Because I think they had a fennel one. That's right. Oh. And I was like, ooh, mm. brush my teeth with fennel? Yes. Yes, please, Pam. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Just say more for him, Pam. Yeah, That's more the polite for me, Pam. thing to say. More for you. All right, thanks. I was... It's just a lot. And then you're like, oh, this is just, you have to go to the special store. The special store smells and all their food is in like containers in the middle of the store. And I can't tell one powder from the other one. Mm -hmm. And the person's looking at me weird and they're weirdly thin up top, but their bottom half is really big. I don't like it here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They got got two different, it's like, you know, you know, those (laughs) books, those, those books where you match the animal parts, uh-huh. you know, like in each, there's like three <laughs> yeah. sections. Mm-hmm. They were like that, but there were people hmm. and it creeped me out. <laughs> there was some sort of Dr. Moreau's natural food store thing happening. Huh. Yep. Is this a specific memory? Yep. Was this a place in St. Catharines? Yep. Wow. It was near the video flicks at Burger King on Tremont Drive. Oh, remember? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little local, local content yeah. for the, You're for the Niagarans. Cat- You're welcome, kits. Uh, finally, just briefly, Anne L. reviews the Rachel Perry clay and ginseng texturizing mask. And all I'll say is... Weird Chinese root. <laughs> exactly. This issue has been brought to you by the ginseng board. Ginseng here, ginseng and body talk. Ginseng, 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 ginseng. Brum, 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 brum. <laughs> <laughs> About Face, this is the official hair-obsessed version of About Face, starting with the world's first cult hairbrush, Mason Pearson. Mm -hmm. Still very high on itself. I ended up looking this thing up because it looks vintage-y old, but they still make it look this way. And it's still, it's the priciest thing I've ever seen. And it says, your handy bristle hairbrush has a smooth hand-finished handle that is perfectly weighted to sit comfortably in the hand as you enjoy a regular hairbrushing routine. What? <laughs> well, how much is it? Yeah, how much is it now? It's in euros. I stopped at like 95 euros. How many monies is that in, like in Americans? Yeah. So much. It's like 150 bucks. You can beat winter flyaways. And if you're really nice, we'll tell you how. Just spray your hairbrush with static guard. Yep, the stuff that keeps clothes from clinging, then brush static right out of your hair. I tried this wow. <laughs> when it's dry in the wintertime in Saskatchewan or Niagara, which is when I w- where I was living at this time. Um, it's it's no joke. And yeah, I I probably don't recommend this. Sounds like you probably got a few types of cancer from doing that. Probably. Yeah. Or superpowers. That's right. I would just spray, I would just like rub a dryer sheet on my head. <laughs> Pam. It just does the same thing. I'm not kidding. No, you wouldn't. Does the, wait, why do you say that, Tara? Out of the two options, <laughs> spraying an aerosol from something Thank called you. Static Guard on your head versus just putting a cloth on your head. Why Thank is you. Pam the crazier one here? Thank I wouldn't pr- spray it on my head. I'd spray it on my, at the time, I would brush, brush or comb. Right. 
Yeah, right into your Mason Pearson, which you shouldn't, <laughs> like, then it's always on your brush. You just were like, shh. When you say your Mason Pearson, do you mean... Your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this time, Pam was living beneath the Mason Pearson line. Oh, yeah. I was. Way down in South, yeah. so. Where they call it Hellman's. And... <laughs> I would just say that while we were doing this, <laughs> according to uh, according to HairEveryday.com, the Mason Pearson round brush is definitely worth the hefty price tag. It's extremely gentle, efficient, and provides great results while offering optimal scalp stimulation. So I don't know. What the fuck do I know? Um, wow. You can just rub dryer sheets on your head. You've got hair fever. It probably is the kind of thing where you have you buy it once and then that's your brush until you die and then you will it to your children. Like I, this probably, I mean, it better be. This is probably something that de- the handle never breaks, the bristles never fall out, you never have to worry about anything happening to it. And the wings of liberty never lose a feather. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I imagine this is a brand like LL Bean where it's like, oh no, my the shoe I wore through the sole. You can just take it in and they'll either replace it or fix it. You know, they stand by it 100% forever. If that's not the case, if people know, please call in 720 Sassy And now a rare peek of the Sassy staff's own particular brands of hair hangups. Kim, whose curly hair frizzes out when it, when it rains, won't leave home without Paul Mitchell hair sculpting lotion. Christina has an unnatural attachment to Aveda Satin Mist Shine Spray. She says, quote, the smell makes me roll over and howl at the moon. I know the first, I know where I was standing the first time I smelled Aveda and was like, I have to have this smell everywhere. And I was in an airport bathroom, like an airplane bathroom up like miles high. And then just being like, how can I put all of these airplane products on me (laughs) and take them? Because speaking of pricey, Aveda, when you're, when you're young and starting out. Mm -hmm. But yes, that smell definitely made me roll over and howl at the moon. I I wouldn't go Um, that far, but it's nice. It's so great. So this is what I found recently. It's called Yassi's Butter. Mm-hmm. And for someone who doesn't brush your hair, maybe you'll like this too. It's like an, one of those all-over oils. You can put it on chap lips. You can put it in your hair for flyaways. You can put it on your everything. You can put it on a little rash. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it does everything. It's All great. Right. It smells good. You just bought Vaseline with yellow dye. Just congratulations, by the way. <laughs> it's Vaseline with yellow dye. Put it in your brush. Just spray it right on your brush. <laughs> We are, this is not an ad. We are not sponsored by Yassi's Butter. Speaking of bad ideas, the people at NYC's George Michael Salon, no relation, I'm assuming, taught us get rid of split ends trick. Instead of randomly snipping, twist a half inch of lock, a tw- twist a half inch lock of hair very tightly, run your hand up the lock to make the end stick out, and then carefully snip the ends off. Do not do that. You should not rub up your hair. That is how you're causing some split ends. Please don't do that. Don't do it. And also put the scissors down, whatever you're using. They're the wrong ones. Get professional scissors if you must touch your hair, but don't. This is one I never tried. And I I mean, this is going to sound braggy maybe, but I didn't get split ends and I still don't. So I also got regular haircuts. That's the answer, in my opinion. That's the answer. But doing this will cause more split ends because you're just correct all the way up your hair. And this was a time when people were still teasing backcombing their hair and that caused split ends. I never did that either. And finally, according to Clairol, 91, 91% of blondes think they're hot shit. 
only 74% of brunettes think they're hot shit. And get this, only 64% of redheads, the best color hair, the sexiest hair, only 64. What's with the low self-esteem redheads? Get your fucking shit together. You've got hair fever. <laughs> Is that why you like the redheads? You like a little Easy little picking, Sam. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Gross. Hot, sweet, and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Let's talk about ads. Our inside cover two page spread is for Cover Girl. More like inside Cover Girl. Mm. That's right. Now, Beauty insurance for eyes. And you know I'm going to highlight something like this when it has a little fake scientific figure out what's right for you grid. Cool, warm hair color. Are you an orange dot? Are you a teal triangle? Match, figure out your shit and then pick the right eyeshadow palette for you. And all of these ladies look crazy. <laughs> They're wearing so much eyeshadow and it is so bright. I mean, I realize that the fashion girlies are doing much more intense colors than now than this nowadays, but it still looks like so wild to me. This is soap opera makeup, in my opinion. Christy Brinkley, though, pretty lady. We approve of Cover Girl. Let's see how we shake out on over on page 10, Conair hair product ad. Ginza, the secret of oriental hair. Uh-oh, whoops. This is a cleansing, conditioning, finishing line for all hair types flowing with the natural riches of the East. Lotus blossom, ginseng, again. We're Chinese root. And jasmine. This is, I guess, telling you this it's going to make your hair really silky and straight. And there's fans on all of the product packaging. And it's, uh, you can't hear the ad, but if you could, it would be a gong and... <laughs> yeah. Kagong. Yeah. After using this product, you'll want to use it again in 20 minutes. Gong. Oh, dear. <laughs> it is our prom issue. So we have a prom night ad for merry-go-round over on page 21 and again the the disconnect between what they're showing us for prom in the fashion spread and what is actually in stores is it's a stark stark difference because this is a lot of satin the poofy sleeves are truly out of control so much spangles so much lace with sequins on it like a hip bow for no reason all of these dresses are hideous and uh the slogan is because the girls are getting ready in the ad as well keep him waiting and there's a dude in a tux looking at his watch and dude just leave they all look insane you're fine brought to you by the brands climax and zum 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 which is combined a really weird porn yeah, film on page 26 we got an ad for east pack i guess they did not get the reaction they were hoping for from their um hindenburg, <laughs> hindenburg ad, ad a few that's months right. ago uh -huh. yeah so instead they're <laughs> going with something else exploding but it's one of those little black round uh bombs from a cartoon and they've got boris and natasha looking at it wicked was wicked is okay I mean, burn on Boris and Natasha. Yeah. 
I mean, how did they get the rights to that? What we're going to do is you're going to be the old shit. Nobody cares about it anymore. (laughs) We're going to be hot new shit. How much you want for that? Weird. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't get that kind of brand synergy these days. This also looks like it might be a fan-created drawing of the two of them, because this does not look like (laughs) They got a fiver. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) On page 80, we have Daytime's Hottest Fan Club. Mm -hmm. I don't understand any of it. I don't know who these people are. Well, let's let's say we, you know, it's of a piece with, because page 84, we get the Michael Damien hotline, page 86, the Tristan Rogers fan club. All of these are lower left corner. Tristan Rogers. Tristan Rogers. Does he know Diaphanous Jones, you think? <laughs> no doubt. He played, this is not a joke, Robert Scorpio on General Hospital. Wow. He was, he was a cohort of our friend Jack Wagner from mm-hmm. Melrose Place. They were on at the same time and they had a lot of storylines together. So this was the thing. These are all 1-900 numbers for where this, at least, unlike the pay-per-view, says how much it is. $2 a minute. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot now. It's a lot then. That's right. So you call in and you maybe hear a recording from Doug Davidson. <laughs> Looks like he's... He's like, somebody took uh, Charlie Sheen and squished him. Squished yes. his head. <laughs> That's what he looks like. It is a machine stern sheen. Yeah. He, I was going to say he's like if Dave Coulier was yeah. thought he was hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like the soap version of Dave Help, Coulier. my mouth is shrinking. It's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Now I have to talk like this. Hello, I'm Doug Davison. Call Daytime Hottest Fan Club. 1-900-720-3322. $2 a minute. <laughs> Peter, Peter Barton looks like the Peter Scolari treatment of your Doug Davidson. He's, yes, he's yassified Peter Scolari. Yes. <laughs> and Don Diamond mm-hmm. spent his entire life telling people it's not diamond. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Listen, Daytime's hottest fan club, each letter has a star behind it, so you know yep. it's legit. Then, here's our bullet points. DHFC. Stars of Daytime's hottest soap, period. This is the f- doesn't say which. <laughs> Call for a personal message from each star, period. Yep. And you have the chance to receive a free call from one of the stars, period. How? Hear what others are saying about each TV star. Pass. Period. All messages will be delivered to the star you choose. <laughs> but it's, they will never hear them, but they'll get them. Yeah. And then it says parental permission requested. <laughs> I really feel like that is, <laughs> that is the lawyer, that is the lawyer high-fiving everyone. <laughs> It's also so, even the requested is in such small print, but uh, yeah. Pam, you don't know anything about these people, nor do I. Tara seems to have some some knowledge. But if I just said somebody was named Laura Lee Bell, could you please tell me what she sounds like? Oh, um. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what she sounds Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. She, even if she didn't grow up anywhere where that would happen, it would happen through osmosis because of your name. For sure. And she says, um, with a U. I'm Laura Lee Bell with a U. And you don't know where the U goes at all. And she won't tell you. <laughs> it's actually in the bell. Not to be confused with Laura Bell Bundy, who is a Broadway star of our day, the original Elle Woods on the Broadway Legally Blonde. Michael Damien, you might know from his big hit, Rock On. It's weird that he had a hotline, though. Well, wait, is he just the, was he a soap opera yeah, guy? Yeah, he was oh, on a soap opera. Oh, then he was, he was a on a soap, oh, too. I see. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. He is married to the director of last year's Netflix movie where Lindsay Lohan fell on a ski slope and got amnesia. <laughs> Jack Wagner was, was her what dad. What was that called? Was it called something punny? Falling for Christmas? Yeah, that's, a, that's not bad. 
which I watched and it was fine. But yes, so he's still helping out his old soap homies by giving giving Jack Wagner this, this part, saving him for a few weeks from when calls the heart on the Hallmark Channel. I would have called it. My memories of you are a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> Colon. <laughs> and then a lot more. <laughs> Tristan Rogers, I don't know. He's still alive. I think he's still in soaps. I don't think he's on General Hospital anymore, but I didn't look it up because I don't care that much. I, first of all, this is my favorite ad. For so many reasons. One is scale. What is the size of Tristan Rogers in this drawing? <laughs> I love it. He is 16 kids in a, in a raincoat, for sure. <laughs> and what's that next to him? A stop sign? A light? I'm not sure. I love it, too. I love mm-hmm. every part of this. The is bullet he a points shoe? here. I don't know. Daytime's Noir hottest detective? soap. Okay, so, it, wait, I mean, if you're well, asking. Hang on, hang on. More visuals before you. Sure. Yes. Okay, so. He's standing next to a very thin street lamp, maybe? maybe. And then he's got a fedora and a long <laughs> scarf and a trench coat and big billowy pants. He sort of looks like a combination between a noir detective and Doctor Who. Yeah. And then also Tristan Rogers fan club in the army stencil font for some reason. There's yeah. just a lot of mixed messages with the design here that I don't understand. Then a picture of a dude. Is that Tristan Rogers? or? Is okay. Then it says, "quote Daytime's super suave sleuth Tristan Rogers," yeah. which is a vocal warm up, not mm-hmm. a fact. Then it says, "Bullet <laughs> Daytime's hottest soap." Period. Bullet available twenty four hours a day. What is? Who is? Three. Leave your own personal message for Tristan. Next one. And you have a chance to receive a free phone call from Tristan himself. Is it free? Call for a personal message each day. Parental permission requested. I love everything here. Look at the size of Tristan Rogers' leg. <laughs> it's bigger <laughs> than the scarf. The scale here is wonderful. I, I, it's fine. Tara can tell us who everybody really is, but I am very much enjoying. Did you say this guy's from General Hospital? Yes. Do you Why want is to... there a detective on General Hospital? Is <laughs> Do you want to know or the... would you rather? <laughs> well, I kind of want to make up my own story, to be That's honest why with I'm, you. I'll tell you if you want to know, but I don't know. Well, we, we, we don't call them doctors in General Hospital. We call them ailment detectives. <laughs> and they dress like that. It's not well, called that's, Specific Hospital. That's that's a different show. That's Medical Police. <laughs> do, do you want to know or should yeah. we just move on? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yes. Let's so see. Uh, one of the storylines on General Hospital, and again, I'm sure I'm going to be pissing off all the General Hospital uh, heads because that cares? was not the soap I watched. But You guys can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dave, not me. There's a storyline involving... a an organization called the World Security Bureau. So it's basically like Interpol in whatever town General Hospital's in, Port Charles. And so he is an agent of that that organization. So is the Jack Wagner character, Frisco Jones. Uh He plays Robert Scorpio. (laughs) Um, Tristan does. And he, uh, I can tell you, he is Australian. He did a voice in Rescuers Down Under, which is one of the things he's most known for. And he has been in 897 episodes of General Hospital up to this year. It says on IMDb, his uh, whatever the first year was, I already clicked away, 1981 to 2023. So I don't know if that means he is still doing it or if he retired this year. But he is uh, 77, still looks good. Doubt he still has a 900 number, but I'm sure you can find him on social media. What if he does? What if he called us up and we can leave a message for... (laughs) He's still answering every day, making a new message. <laughs> Except he's only, he's doing like the Corey lines from The Simpsons. Like, hope we can get married someday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
we're skipping over Sassy Club because it's all reruns again. Those crumb bums and going straight to Diary, which is the three men of Sassy. Guess which one they tell you about first? Fucking Neil. So we have had a lot of inappropriate copy about Neil that we have commented on slash yelled at. And when I say we, I mean mostly me. But this is beyond. Don't publish that he's been sent locks of hair and underwear from this magazine's mostly underage readership. Jesus Christ! So wrong! Yuck! Don't make it seem like this is cute and funny. It's not. He should not be smiling this big next to that story. Also, if he is Michael Hutchins' personal friend, which it says he is in this blurb, or at least that he knows him, he probably should not have reviewed Michael Hutchins' shitty album last month that we played. It was so bad. <laughs> Given it the hit rating, because it was not a hit, it sucked ass. But then there's Mike. We've already talked about him. He seems fine. Then... Danny is last, Dan Dan, as it's as Danny is identified in the caption. And I'll just read this. Danny, among other art associate duties, lays out the diary page each month, which may be why the first version of this one had his larger photo in the upper right-hand corner. He's gotten his share of reader mail, too, wanting to know if he's married. No. Wanting one of his baby teeth. What is this obsession with exchanging body parts? And wanting him to come for lunch the next time he's in Climax Springs, Missouri. Okay. Other little known facts about Danny. He's into house music and opera, taught us all the bus stop and imitates Cher perfectly. And bless my naive younger self who could not read between the lines of these interests, figure out he was queer. I'm sure I was not the only reader who didn't, but God bless Danny. Happy pride. How did Climax Springs get its name? I'm glad you asked. The community <laughs> took its name from a mineral spring near the original town site. According to tradition, an enthusiastic settler cried, That caps the climax! Upon discovering the spring <laughs> and realizing its potential as a mineral spa. I'll tell you what, that really caps the climax! <laughs> zum zum! Modeling School Insiders. I was shocked by your November 1989 article quite appropriately entitled The Dirt on Modeling Schools. Actually, a modeling school story you're not going to like, in square brackets, about our San Diego JC Center. And there are a number of inaccurate statements I would like to comment on. Your story misses the real point. However good modeling schools are, and most JC centers are outstanding, they are an introduction to techniques and information that will allow all students to look better, to be more confident, and, yes, to have fun on a runway and in front of cameras. A small percentage of our graduates, or of any kids who try modeling, will eventually become successful models. Many others will recoup their investment through local modeling, and the events majority will be much better prepared for the competitive world out there where looks, style, and self-assurance count. Sassy has a responsibility toward its young readership, and no advice could be worse than inviting kids to take $1,350 and fly off to the Big Apple. After traveling expenses and a few days here, they will be broke, possibly taken advantage of, and lost in a business for which they were not prepared. I am proud of the skills that are taught in our schools and which represent 22 years of experience managing the top stars in our business, and I regret your lack of vision and scruple. Signed, <gasps> John Casablancas, Elite Model Management, New York, New York. So this is why, this is what I was alluding to with the cover, that they were like, oh shit, find someone who actually went to a modeling school and became a model. 
He was a bad man. May he rest in piss. We talked about it when we covered that story. But unfortunately, he does have a point about not doing what they say, which is you'd get a lot further if you spent the money you would spend on modeling school to just go to New York and see what happens. And yeah, you can't just go there and wander around and hope for the best, especially if you're like 15. But the rest of this, he can uh, fuck off and die. Oops, he did. Finally, Inside Out, this was the page that was ripped out of the original March 1990 copy that I had bought, and I didn't notice, because why would I? And then when I actually got the complete issue, including this page, I realized why someone ripped it out, because it's so cute. This is definitely on someone's wall in 1990. It's just like a grid of 16 photos from what looks like their New Year's Eve party and a bunch of different staffers looking cute and having fun. Streamers, balloons, good poses, champagne. It's uh, fun. I wish they did more like sort of gritty photography like this because it's fun to look at all the little faces. Um, And I get why it was uh, torn out. It's our March 1990 Slumber Party episode. We'll share our results from the Rate Your Self-Standardness quiz. Or maybe just mine. Let's play some <laughs> of your latest voicemails. For my plug this week, I did a Rhea Perlman appreciation post. Of course, you know her from Cheers. Uh, very 80s and 90s show. And we'll link that in the show notes. For my plug this week, uh, WJContract2023.org forever. Hopefully, this will end by the time you are listening to this. But if not... Go support the writer's strike. I love you, Joel. You can follow Tara on Twitter or Instagram at Tara Ariano. Pam is at Pamela Ribbon. The podcast itself is at Listen to Sassy. Of course, the best way to support us is to join the Listen to Sassy Club for $5 a month. You get ad-free episodes, access to the Patreon. Join us for watch-alongs. So many perks. You'll plots. However, regardless of your club membership status, Please rate and review us. We're asking for 87 stars on your podcast platform of your choice. Thank you so much. You can call us at 720-SASSY-GO to leave us a voicemail about the show or the magazine. We might play it on a future episode. Parental permission requested. You can find more information about the podcast, visual aids for all our episodes, and contact info for all of us at listentosassy.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Now it's time for Zits and Stuff. Mm-hmm. Zits and Stuff. I just got a perm yesterday, and I can never go out in public looking like I do now, exclamation point. It's really fluffy. Please help me find a way to look normal again. It's urgent. Signed, Curly, brackets, I don't know how the postal system works. <laughs> 